You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Back to Callahan's Corner, where you ask the questions. We answer them live right here on Facebook. Had a question pre-submitted earlier this week, and the question was, Mike, I want to know what I should be doing in my business to have a better touch and feel on the success of the business. So what things in the business should be streamlined and how should they be set up for accurate reporting in non-emotional decision making? So over the next few weeks, I'm going to be diving into how to set up your software, your CRM, your customer relationship management software, and how to do it. So I'm going to flip the screen over and actually show you some examples inside Service Autopilot. But no matter the software you're using, these are the essential things in growing and scaling a business with good data in, good data out. And you've heard me say it before, if you've been watching any of the videos, that the biggest issue that I see in most service businesses, whether it's lawn care, home cleaning, snow removal, the list goes on and on and on. Yes, good data in, good data out. But really what we're looking at a lot of times with service businesses, including my own in the early years, is no data in, no data out. So what happens is when people come over to Simple Growth um, and we, they ask us to help them set up their reporting and production rates, we go in and they're under the assumption they've got all the data they need uh, to make these decisions. And lo and behold, when we get in there, there is no data. So we're going to be going over how to sell your, set yourself up for success for next year and run your business on good data and make non-emotional business decisions for your marketing and sales, price increases, and yes, um, how do we go out and hire, fire and train to the mission, vision, and values for your employees with the labor crunch that we're currently having. So without any delay, I'm going to pop open the screen here and show you what we're looking at. So the first thing that we are looking at here is going out and looking at the actions for success. So the first thing, if I'm going out and growing and scaling a business or starting a business is once somebody comes off the website, or calls my office or goes through a Facebook messenger bot, whether it's through a QR code or texting, or for that instance, text your office, how do we go in and get them in the system? So first thing we're gonna do is go in and create lead sources. So the first thing we wanna talk about is updating a lead source. So how did they hear about us? Was it word of mouth? Was it customer referral? Was it a Facebook ad? Whatever those are, those are the first things that we really want to look at. We need to update those and constantly be asking those questions. Now, once they become clients, we really want to go in and understand the estimate won and lost reason. So it seems a little awkward. Why, you know, why would you ask this? But really, we want to know why are people choosing us and is there certain shifts in buying habits? So like post-COVID now, we're looking at different accelerations of online buying. So it may have been ease of use. It may have been the ability they could get an instant quote and sign up in the middle of the night. So those certain things um, are reasons why those estimates are being won and lost. It could be that they're extremely comfortable because you've done your job with pre-estimate nurture and overcome any of those sales or price objections through education and you weren't the sleazy sales lady or sales guy. So the first thing we're looking at if you're in service autopilot is we want to go under the estimate reasons under the gear icon and we want to update these estimate reasons. So why we won or lost the estimates. This is going to give us a clear idea of what's working, what's not working and where to focus our marketing and nurture for these clients through an automated or manual process. I'm going to recommend an automated nurture, uh, whether it's long-term nurture, people who haven't bought from you or 
pre-nurture of the sale. Next thing we're looking at is obviously no customer lasts forever. So we want to know why these clients are leaving our business. So the next thing I'm going to recommend is if you're using service autopilot or any other software, we need to build out some cancellation reasons and track this. And maybe you're not even using a software yet, but we want a Google sheet or an Excel sheet to track this stuff. These are the foundational things that are going to be able to build and scale a business for non-emotional growth. And once we figure these things out, it's really a math game. And I'm going to show you how to we start building the foundational pieces for this marketing plan. And this is going to start to give you some of those red flag moments of, wait a minute, maybe we're losing 10% of our client base every year because they're just moving out of our market. Those are things we can't control. So those are the things we actually want to build out in our cancellation reasons. So we're going to CRM cancellation reason, and we're going in and building cancellation reasons. So now we can track why they hired us or didn't hire us and why they actually left our business. Next thing is, why do these estimate one and loss cancellation reasons matter for 21-21 success and going into 2022? Well, I kind of talked about it a little bit before, but we want to know why people are hiring us and the trends of why people are not hiring us. And just like Wayne Gretzky, he wanted to be where the puck was going to be, not where it was. We're going to be able to adopt and predict new market buying trends in the insights of the online versus online buy, offline buying or potentially maybe Amazon Home Services comes into your area and they're selling lawn care and home cleaning and they're mopping the floor with you. So maybe we can see that that shift is happening and maybe there's a way we can combat that with personalized, automated uh, follow-up just like the big box stores. So we want to be able to go in and see where those market trends are going and why people are hiring us or not hiring us. Next thing is items for success and cancellation reasons. So once again, we want to make sure we build out these cancellation reasons. And on the next few slides, I'm going to show you why this data is so important. A lot of times when somebody cancels, you just move on to the next, but really need to dive in and ask them through uh, either a personal phone call or some kind of automated process. And that data is going to start to drive big decisions in your business. So standardizing this workflow is going to be able to go in and show you how many leads were, were generated, how many converted into clients um, per marketing source, whether it was Google, Facebook, Yelp, customer referral, and we're going to have that converted percentage. So now once we have this data, we can look at it and say, okay, on average, if I spend $5,000 a month in Facebook ads, we should generate X amount of leads. And on average, this percentage should become a client. Now, once we have them and we're filling that top of that funnel and driving them into clients, how many people in that bottom of the funnel are churning out or canceling? So those cancellation reasons are going to go in to be huge. And then we want to know if when we're losing those clients, why are we losing them? And what is the average percentage of growth going from 2021 to 2022 and beyond? So as we look at this here on the sheet, uh, we've got some fictitious data in our test account, but we're looking at 2015 all the way to 2022. And you can see our prospects went all the way from 34 up to 1,100 in our converted clients and then the percentage of conversions. So obviously when you're itty bitty, your conversion ratio, you're probably pricing too low and your conversion ratio is probably really high. Now, once we get into a scaled business of 750 or a million and beyond, that conversion ratio is probably going to be somewhere between 35 and about 45% based on what you're doing for follow-up and automations. Now, they can be a little bit higher and your pricing can be good, um, but much beyond that 60, 65%, you probably could stand to raise your prices and make more money. But the idea here is now that we've got the number of prospects 
um, how many converted, the conversion percentage, your closing ratio, and we've got termination. So if you look at the 2020 and the 2019, these these um, cancellations or terminations have almost doubled. So this is going to give you a very clean look at where your cancellation is. You may have pumped in all these new customers, but just as many are falling out of the bottom. So tracking these numbers and setting up those estimate one and loss reasons and your cancellation reasons are going to be absolutely essential in your success. And I recommend that you run these reports at least uh, once or twice a month and report out to the team. Have somebody hold, hold accountable to these. Now, the next thing is, is what is the churn, the cancellation increase from year to year? So obviously, in this fictitious example, if we've increased 75% cancellation, we've got an issue. We need to go in and figure out why that's happening. And why that's happening can be done based on the cancellation reasons that we put into the CRM. Now, in this example, fictitiously, not happy cancels with 17 to 18%. So there's obviously an issue. Three to maybe 5% if you're a large company, probably 3% below is probably going to be acceptable because those are people you're never going to make happy. But we see this up to 17, 18%. Pump the brakes. We have an issue with quality control, maybe your systems and billing. There is an issue um, for sure. So these are the telltale signs before they spiral out of control that you can look at non-emotionally to make good business decisions. Now, why lead source matters, and we kind of hinted that in the beginning, is we want to know how many people came from each marketing source, how many converted from a lead to a client, and what is the CAC, the CAC, the customer acquisition cost. So not all marketing sources are the same. So on Facebook, you may be getting a new client, and it costs you, on average, maybe $150 to get that new client. Well, if we're using a home advisor um, or service like that, we may be acquiring clients for maybe $25 to $30. So $30 versus $150, one would think, well, let's double down on the $30 acquisition. But most cases, maybe that home advisor client or lead that you've acquired is only worth maybe say four or $500. That's the client lifetime value, but it costs you 30 to get it. You net out probably just under 500. Now we spent 150 on this Facebook client or lead. That's a, a client acquisition cost, but that client may be worth 12 to $15,000 client lifetime value. So now we're not just looking at what's the cheapest lead, but what's the best lead acquisition as far as a client lifetime value and what services they're currently buying that we can add reoccurring services on top through upsell and expansion to double or triple that lifetime value. So these are things we want to start looking at, and you really can't look at them non-emotionally until we have good data into the system. And good data in, good data out. But really, as I was talking about, no data in, no data out. Most businesses are not tracking this. And if they are tracking, they're not taking the time systematically to digest them, analyze them, and make sound business decisions on them. So how do we access the reports? If you're using service autopilots, we're going to go up to the report center and go to this little guy here that looks like a toaster icon. And once we're in there, we're going to go to the sales source by summary report. And that is that screenshot I had of new leads, converted leads, conversion ratio, open leads in the system. So how many open leads are in the pipeline? Once again, we need to be talking about good workflows. So we're not talking features and functions in your software, folks. We're talking streamlined workflow. I like to call them the six to eight screens of success. So these open leads, if you're following the system that we teach, um, are only going to be leads that have been in the first 20 days or so in the 20 days to close sales pipeline. We're going to close those leads out so we can see how many leads we actually have open in our sales pipeline. So once again, we have good foundational data for workflow to make this work. 
In addition, we've got sales by lead source. So like Google, Nextdoor app, online, customer referral. So if we look at Google here, we had 560 new leads come in. Out of those, 191 of them became clients and 34% was our closing ratio, which is really good numbers for online marketing. But if we went to a customer referral, we had 27 of those and 13 became clients. We had a, a conversion ratio from a client referral, current client referral of almost 50%. So those are the numbers we would be expecting. So as we're doing this, I'm going to show you to take this data that now is good in the system and create a non-emotional plan to actually go out and build a system around it. So what we've got here is I recommend taking those reports, copying them and pasting them into a Google Sheet and running the data here. So we've got all that data in one spot and we've got our company scorecard for each year. So we see the, the trends and we can project in the next year. But if we have the data for our cancellation report that we talked about, one of the things is they maybe they sold their house. So we're losing say 7% of our business every year to people selling their house and moving out of the market. We can't control that, but if we know that data, we can assume a 7% cancellation rate. And before we grow our business, we have to add another 7% just to attribute to the churn or moving out of our market. But if you're not tracking this and accounting for this, there's no way you can grow and scale your business systematically. If you were looking in a home cleaning industry or maybe even lawn care, um, we did see a really good spike during COVID, the big big time there, which is good, um, of new sales, but COVID canceled. Uh, if, if this was someone losing their job due to COVID or you're in a cleaning scenario where people didn't want you in their house, um, that that that's 16% in this test account of people being lost for COVID. So we would want to be able to project if we have another spike or worst case scenario, what part of our client base is going to leave due to COVID layoffs or concerns. So between the COVID concerns and people moving their houses, that's almost 22% of your client base leaving every year. So how do we systematically take that data and build a plan to overcome it and then continue to grow and scale the business? So, and we also need to take a look at if say Google is our biggest driver of sales source, that's 23% of our cancellation. So we also need to see as a percentage, how much of those cancellations are per marketing source and back that into our marketing plan. So we know where we're at and where we're going and we can track systematically along the way. And we talked about dissatisfaction or cancellation reasons here. So we need to go in and see why they're canceling and, um, by source how they're canceling for those reasons. So this is going to get you that non-emotional data. So we need to go in and set up our lead sources, estimate one and loss reasons, and cancellation reasons. Once we have that, we're going into a marketing plan. And let's use the idea of that Google one here. So in this, we had 600 leads last year in 2020 with an average closing ratio of, say, 20%. So we're making some assumptions. If we increase our ad spend by 30, 35%, Next year, we should go in, if everything stays the same, gain 720 leads. So at the same closing percentage of 35%, we should gain here 252 new sales. Based on a cost of the marketing function that we are projecting for that ad source of 18,000, our average cost per client is $74.29. And we talked about client lifetime value. So just the average sale for that season is going to be $878. So it's costing $74 to get that client and you're getting 
$876 for that one season. And then if that had a client lifetime value of three years or five years, we could do the math of what the client lifetime value is based on the previous reports. We're going to figure out what is our timing in the geographic area, how are we getting out to those people in that marketing report. And I recommend swinging in. And for each one of these, we would dial in the marketing expense, what month we're spending it here, and the projected new sales. So if we spent 3000 and we were projected to get 20 new sales out of it. We plug that in and we based on all the different marketing sources that we are using here on the left, they kind of pull over. And now we have our projected cash flow per month for our marketing. We have our projected new clients. We have our projected cancel based on historical data in the system. And we have a projected total client count. So once again, we can go in and replace the cancellation, whether it's through attrition that we can't control, people moving out of the market or dissatisfaction. And we can go in and get us back to where we were and then continue to scale. So this is the idea that we want to track. And then the final thing I do recommend is going in and listing your core services, three to five, this year's actuals, last year's actuals, and the difference from last year. And then what is the goal for this year? And what's the difference? So based on the average sale of $800, we need to sell 13 more lawn mowing accounts to hit our goal. So this is something that's going to be tracked weekly and daily. Um, so here's our weekly sales planner here based on uh, March. But fictitiously, we plug this in how we actually do it in my company. But these are the number of lawn mowing accounts we would need to uh, obtain to hit our sales goal for that season. And the net net new week uh, clients at the end of the week and the net new clients needed. So this is a way to hold accountability for your sales team and your office if they're estimating live off the phone through satellite imagery with pricing matrices. So hopefully this is helpful. So what I'm looking at here as a quick review, today's homework assignment for success, we want to create lead sources. How do people hear about us? We track them every time they call or hit a web form. We go in, we're going to set estimate one and loss reasons. Why are we winning and losing the estimates? Cancellation reasons. And once we have that, we're going into the software as well, and we're tracking our marketing campaigns. So we need to go in and set up um, marketing campaigns of the start end date of the marketing campaign, how many, uh, if it was solid pieces of advertising were sent out or impressions, and the cost. And then when you set that in, we would be able to go in and actually create that. I'm going to show you real quick what that looks like uh, before we end this Facebook Live because I think this is extremely uh, important in your business. So if you're not tracking these things here, you're running blind and just throwing it at the wall. And if there's money in the bank account and the business is growing, it's got to be successful. Well, um, I I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. We need to be able to take a look at it, not emotionally and dissect it at least once a week. So if we're under an essay here, we're going into the gear icon and we're going to go into client source. And these are those sources, the lead sources we've set up. But if we went into the every door direct mailing long copy here and I add a campaign, let's say it started from December 1st through December 30th and we've distributed 5,000 of these every door directs and it cost us $1,000. We would put that in. So distribution is 5000 and our total expense is, say, $1,000. Then when they come into that lead source, that lead source is attributed to that marketing campaign, and we can actually uh, continue to drive in that client acquisition cost a little bit better per marketing campaign. So, And if it is an upsell to existing clients only, we would go in 
and click upsell and that would create your upsell conversion and cost as well. So comments or questions, drop them below. Callahan's Corner, you ask the questions, we answer them live right here on Facebook. Go out, set up your lead sources, your estimate one reasons, cancellation reasons, and start setting up your marketing campaigns for success for next year. We'll see you again tomorrow with questions pre-submitted at Callahan's Corner. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.